Before we dive into our rad new ep, we want to acknowledge the traditional owners on the land on which we record, the Wurundjeri people. We pay our respects to Elders past and present and to the ongoing living culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. What's up and welcome to the Girls Gonna Work podcast. I'm Hayley, a recovering awkward person and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. Join me and some of the best babes in the biz as we spill the tea on the rad, the bad and the mad reality of running a business. So pop this potty in your ear for your hot girl walk or while you work and enjoy today's episode. What's up besties? It's so good to be in your ears if you're listening to this in real time. Happy Wednesday, girl. Happy Wednesday. How have you been? I've been away at the amazing retreat with One for the Honey, one of our good business besties and friends of the body. Um, she had a beautiful three-day retreat in Torquay at, I think it was called the Summer House. It was so gorgeous. I went with my other biz bestie, Cass, from Good Chat Media. Shout out to Cass for always doing such a lovely job on the potty and being my friend. Thanks. I'm not much of a yoga girly, to be honest, <laughs> um, but I saw this opportunity to go and I just said yes, because I have been burnt out, as we know, and I do so much for so many people, which I love, but you know, you spread yourself a little too thin and I was excited to just not have to look after anyone and get looked after for the weekend. So yeah, we had an amazing chef. We had some time to just reflect and do nothing and do yoga and really connect again, connect with people, connect back to myself and just switch off for a couple of days. And it was absolutely phenomenal. So I'll definitely be going again if the amazing Ellie from One for the Honey does another one. So definitely get on board if, if she does another one for sure. But enough about me. Today, I am interviewing the amazing Amy Lee from Content Queen Planner. If you were at our event earlier in the year, she was there and she was a crowd favorite. I mean, they all were, but Amy Lee did an amazing job um, just talking about the realness and talking about all the things that is business and giving some really great advice about marketing. Today is no different. We talk about what we love about business, why we love business, why Amy started some of the amazing hacks she has as a fellow like kind of overachiever and lover of all things business, it was great to chat through how her brand has evolved, how she got into it and like how marketing plays a crucial role in our success as a business. So I definitely think you girlies will have a lot to take away. Enjoy today's episode. Amy, I'm so excited to have you on the potty today. How are you going? Hello, good, thank you. It's good to be back, semi back, I guess. I yeah, semi back. Your event earlier this year which was great. <laughs> was amazing. So I was like, we need you on the potty. We need you on the potty. You had so much wisdom to give, and so many people resonated with you. So oh, here we you. are. Here we are. Let's get into it. So tell us a bit about your journey. I know we touched on it at the event, and if you went there. Sorry for you girls, but uh, we have Amy in person. So tell us a bit about your journey. I know you're a bit of like a multi-passionate entrepreneur. You've got a lot of things going on, but how did Content Queen Planner start and how how did it all start? Tell us yes. a bit about the backstory. Yes. So it started, if we're going way back in high school, year 12, <laughs> where I felt 
my passion for viscom and viscom is kind of like graphic design yeah. and I kind of just fell into that subject and then fell in love with it so then off the back of that passion I enrolled in a course visual communication yeah. at university yeah um, I got a degree in that so that was just essentially branding website design and I think there was like one eight-week module on social media and it was like yeah. looking back at it now very outdated yeah if you want to be a social media manager I don't recommend going to uni yeah but that's what you had to do for branding and website design and again absolutely loved it so then I was very like I was an eager student and coming Mm -hmm. to the end of my degree I was like okay I need to get a job now so before it ended I was applying and I got the first job I applied for yeah good so I was applying for graphic design roles so I got the role as a graphic designer at a b2b marketing agency so b2b is business to business so essentially I'm actually in business to business currently because I'm a social media manager to a business and that's where I fell in love for marketing because I was the only graphic designer there so I covered the graphic design for every single one of their clients but in uni, they kind of teach you how to make things beautiful and how to lay them yeah. out correctly and hierarchy and visual appeal. Whereas when you're thrown into a marketing agency, it's very much about conversion and yeah. designing for like putting the buttons in the right spots on a landing page and making the headings speak to the audience. So it was very a diff- different world that I was kind of thrown into. And yeah. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I'm like, oh, marketing is just like, it was like putting two worlds together and it just meshed perfectly. Yeah. But it was B2B is very masculine and I'm very yeah. much, you know, I'm a girly girl, obviously my pink and gold, like it's just who yeah. I am. And I was doing like the clients were like truck rims and like yeah. like IT programs for huge corporations. And it was like wasn't my vibe. Yeah. Um, I was very a B2C girl, business to, to consumer. I knew I wanted to be like in the e-commerce world. So yeah. I asked them for a $20,000 pay rise. I don't know where I got my balls from, but I'm like, I think I was on like $40,000 at the time because I just wanted to get my foot in the door. So I, when I was ready to grow my wings, I'm like, I'm going to ask for a pay rise first and see what happens. Um, And they essentially, they didn't laugh in my face, but they almost, they pretty much did, which fair (laughs) enough looking back. I don't like I I literally had I've always had self-belief but that was just next level um so (laughs) I pretty much said to them I quit see you later you're not giving me what I want I'm moving on so yeah I I quit I gave two weeks notice I didn't have a job lined up I'm just like see you later but I was running in that time I started up my first agency like my own agency kind of like freelancing doing branding and graphic design and websites things like that because I'd learned so much at that job so I did have clients to keep me going in between jobs and I got knocked down for so many jobs and I'm like then I started getting self-doubt and like like dream jobs I'm like I've got it I've got it I've got it and then I didn't get it and yeah it was a horrible time but then out of the blue I got like my literal dream job as a head of marketing and social media at Pilgrim Clothing, which was just like the, per- like if I had my ideal job written on paper, it was everything I wanted. Yeah, wow. And it was looking back the best job ever. If I didn't have the entrepreneurial bug, I would still be there today. Yeah. And I was again, like my first job, I was starting the role. So I was the first person there to do marketing and social media because they were quite new when I started yeah. um, but they're now a multi-million dollar brand in nearly every my store around Australia so wow. I'll take a little bit of credit but a little, um, bit. Just a little. A little bit of credit um but essentially my during when I was working there for I think nearly three years yeah my first agency that I was running in the first business digital runway was pretty was 
pretty much exploding, yeah. um, especially during COVID. I've yeah. got a job keeper working three days a week. So that gave me so much extra time to grow Digital Runway. And yeah. then um, COVID finished and they're like, oh, okay, cool. Everyone come back. And I'm like, I can't come back. <laughs> yeah. So I stayed at the three days a week and then because I was purely just branding and website design, I was kind of tampering in the social media world. Yeah. I was good at it at my job and I'm like, oh, I could do this for client work um, and take on my own clients. And then that side of my business started to grow significantly as well. But during that time, I was noticing a huge gap in small business owners that mm-hmm really needed a social media manager because they didn't know what they were doing. They were really passionate about their business and what they did and they were good at that, but they weren't good at the social media, so they were looking to outsource it. But when they would inquire, the budget just wasn't there. Um, There was just a gap because, of course, you're a small business owner. You don't have a huge budget in the beginning. And I'm like, so what do I do with these people? Do I just say, okay, too bad, so sad, do it yourself? And I just felt like they really needed my help. So Mm -hmm. that's where the content queen planner was born. It kind of put my thinking cap on and I'm like creating like, I'm like, I could create a spreadsheet that like helps them with content planning. But I'm like, that's boring. It's like, I wanted something more in depth, pen and paper. So I created the Content Queen Planner and then that had been going for a few months and yeah, I quit my job at Pilgrim and did it full time. And then here we are, fast forward a year and a half later, <laughs> I've been working for myself full time um, and not looking back. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. I love it when I hear people who are just like, fuck it, I'm balls to walls, I'm going for it. Yeah, for one, which it sounds like you have. Yeah, it's bloody scary, but yeah, you just got to believe in yourself. And if you have the mentality of you can't fail, like you literally will not let yourself fail. Yeah, you can't fail. And I seen a quote. It was something like, "You can't work that hard, as hard as you do, Mm -hmm. and not be successful." (laughs) The only time, yeah, you'll fail is if you don't put in the work. Yeah, and I think. It's so easy to think like a quote like that and be like, oh yeah, it's because she's lucky. Like how lucky that she just landed that dream job. How lucky that COVID happened. I mean, not lucky, but lucky. (laughs) COVID's not so lucky, but (laughs) yes, the situations that come out of COVID have been lucky, Mm -hmm. but it's like, no girl, like I do the fucking work. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. The hustle is real. And I'm obsessed with like, honestly, what's the worst that could happen? Like, what's the worst? Like, if you were scared, like, and not to catastrophize and, like, get in your own way about starting something, but do, like, a like, what's the worst that could happen? Like, think of the worst yeah. thing and plan There's, for that yeah. to happen it and work backwards. It always be a checkout chick. Like, it would hurt the ego, but, oh, like, right. you, it's very easy. <laughs> yeah. That's been There's what always I've, plan B. There's always. And you don't, like, I, I've seen a quote where it's, like, if you're focusing on your plan B, you won't execute your plan A, but it's like, you also still need contingencies and a couple of things because mm-hmm. that you have to think about plan B or plan C to even just get started. And everyone is different, but like, that's what I've been my mentality for the last couple of months. Cause I've had like some big things going on in my business. I was like, what's the worst that could happen? Okay. Exactly. I've identified the worst thing. That's not so bad. Fuck yeah, it. Let's try it. Correct. Yeah, 100%. If just and then just having the mentality of failure isn't an option. Like, yeah. yeah. It's a mindset. Yeah. So starting like multiple ventures and businesses can be like super overwhelming and it sounds like you had a lot going on. You had your side business, you had your like part-time job and then you're yeah. creating a product. 
Yeah. Did you manage your time and prioritize what, like prioritize your, prioritize your time, I guess, and ensure yeah. like each were successful because it, I can imagine that like working for someone and making sure they're getting the best out of you, but also making sure your business is getting the best out of you. Like, mm. was that a dilemma for you to work through? Yeah. So I would say planning ahead is like <laughs> my saving grace. Yeah. When I was managing Digital Runway Content Queen Planner, my three-day, my part-time job, I would say, yeah. um, when I dropped down, it was a lot. And if you're at the at Girls Got to Work event, I mentioned yeah. that I put myself in hospital, which we don't mm. love. No. But I feel like I had to get to that point to wake up to myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that was really, really important for me to be like, holy shit, like you need to look after yourself. But mm-hmm. since then, I'm so much better at it. Like when yeah. I start before a month starts, I will have the whole month mapped out. So yeah. I'm a social media manager, but I'm also a branding and website designer. So the second half of each month, the last two weeks, is purely blocked out for my social media management clients. Mm-hmm. And in the first half of the month is my branding website design working on my own yeah. business. Yeah. So it gives me a break from constantly creating content. Yeah. It keeps my creative flow in balance um, yeah. and it gives me enough time for everything. So yeah. yeah, planning ahead is literally key. But I'm also not perfect. And if I don't finish yeah. things in the day that I have to, then it might eat into my Saturday morning. But, but like, I'd rather do that than overwork myself and get to burnout. Yeah. I know you said you were in the hospital and obviously that's like, well, I'm I'm burnt out, guys. Did you know? Yeah. <laughs> but like, what was, were you just like in a mindset that like, were you stuck in like a hustle mindset and you're like, I just need to get the work done. You were ignoring like the warning signs and then that's how you ended up in the hospital or like talk us through that a little bit. Um, It wasn't, I didn't even think it was burnout. Like I was kind of very naive to like mm-hmm. stress and anxiety and mm-hmm. I was pretty much just doing like three full-time jobs, one person as one person. Yeah. And I just started getting like, I would just be at my desk and my heart would start beating really fast. And then when I'd go to bed, as soon as I would lay down, like yeah. I couldn't breathe. And I thought I had yeah. asthma at the start and I yeah. like when I got an asthma pump and I'm puffing on it. I'm like, guys, this is asthma. Like it's fine. But then it didn't go away. So yeah. it got to the point where I'm like, okay, I went to the doctor. Oh no, it was, it was actually COVID. Um, so I had to ring them and it was like an over the phone thing. And he's like, oh, I think you have like a blood clot on your lungs. Cause when you lay down at night, like it all builds up. And so yeah. then I'm like crying, I'm like, I'm going to die. So then I went to emergency and they did every single test you could do. And I'd also been raising myself up thinking it was something was worse. as well. Yeah. yeah. I was just putting my head in the sand. I'm like, it's fine. I've got that much work to do. Like just yeah. push through. Yeah. Um, so I was also like, yeah, deep down, I was like scaring myself. But when I got to hospital, they did every single test. I did MRI scans. I did everything. And they're like, there's nothing wrong with you. Like everything's fine. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So after the day there, I went Sweet. home. <laughs> yeah, I went home. And as soon as I got home that night, it all disappeared like magic wow. and that it was like it was like my mental state turning yeah. into like physical pain and again mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much power mm-hmm. your mental state had on your body until yeah that, yeah um, yeah. Um, yeah it was all just in my head and it was stress and anxiety from overworking myself and then passing myself out that I was dying yeah. and then when I knew everything was fine and it was purely work related I just took yeah. a month off. yeah I didn't do anything I took a month off my work my businesses and yeah hit a hard reset Yeah. I think that is such a powerful reminder to anyone who's listening because 
I mean, I'm so guilty of it. I'm so guilty of it. I mean, if you've been listening to the podcast, you guys know I've been stressed out. (laughs) And we do, we ignore the warning signs. And like, I am such a big personal development junkie and I read all these books and I should be more self-aware and I am. But in all of them, the common thread is like, I had to hit rock bottom to still feel better. And I'm like, like, that's not fair. Like, I don't want to have to hit rock bottom. I need better self-awareness. And it sounds like you did as well, because we just kind of get conditioned to keep working so much that you're like, it's fine. It's fine. And then my turning point was like, I've been complaining to my partner, my friends, my business friends for like three and a half months about something in my business. Yeah. And then I went away for a couple of days and then I came back to an email and I just cried because like my anxiety was through the roof. My like yep. not love for that work anymore was there. And I was yep. like, oh, okay, this is, this is the thing that needs to change. And even mm-hmm. though like I had all these warning signs to make a change earlier, I just didn't. Yeah. And you like, just don't listen to it, yeah. I'm crying on a Tuesday in front of my laptop. Okay, <laughs> I think something needs to change. <laughs> yeah, and have you made that change? Yes, I have. Oh, congratulations. Good so on you. much better. <laughs> feeling lighter. <laughs> Definitely feeling lighter. Mm-hmm. Just to hop on about this again, like anyone who's listening, like listen to your body. Yeah. As well as like make sure you're you don't learn like learn from us you don't need to hit rock bottom or go to the hospital I think you're dying yeah. because if you change. don't listen to it your body will make you listen to it yeah mm-hmm. There's no like that. Yes. yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing well I'm just going to change the direction completely let's do it and I want to talk about like e-commerce and I think over COVID mm-hmm. You see the TikTok girly businesses who are like printing out all the shipping labels and like yes. living their best life. So it is such a rapid evolving industry. Mm-hmm. Is that something you always wanted to get into? And how do you stay like up to date with like the trends and the technology? Because there are there are like someone's popping up every other day, if not every yep. day. Like yep. how do you stay ahead of the game? Or like why do you want to get into such a big industry? Yeah, so I don't really do anything fancy in terms of like um, staying up to date with trends yeah. or technologies. I more so just follow leaders in different industries. Okay. Um, so I follow leaders in the e-com space. I follow leaders in, in the social media space. I'm in Facebook groups um, yeah. and the amount that I learn from just observing Facebook groups. So okay. I don't know if you're in like-minded bitches drink wine. That Facebook yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned so much from that group and I'm very much an observer. I don't really post or comment, but that whole group is my target audience and it's just business owners posting their problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like what they're struggling with and the Facebook algorithm's very smart and it only shows you posts that it thinks you'll be interested in. So I just get the posts on branding, website design, social media, Um, e-commerce. So so I'm seeing all the posts in regards to that. So if there's like something new that comes out, there's like a huge discussion about it and you get everyone's opinions. So that's kind of how I stay up to date with that. But yeah, I'm very much over it on social media. All the experts keep you up to date, listening to podcasts. Yeah. Like listening to podcasts is how I started my business in the very beginning, like learning all of the things. Like really? it's one thing to know marketing and it's one thing to know how to create beautiful branding and a website. But when you have been doing that for huge businesses, it's so much different doing it for a startup. 
Like yeah, you need yeah. to know different things. So yeah, when I was learning specifically for small business and startups, I learned all of that on podcasting and some YouTube as well. Yeah. Yeah. Got a love mm-hmm. like Google degree. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is, yeah. Apart from my branding website degree, that is my actual degree, Google. Yeah. <laughs> and Spotify. <laughs> Thank you, Spotify. Shout out yeah. to Spotify. And it's also overwhelming. Like there's so much information you need to know. And I think that's a great point is to just like pick the ones that are the best for you and the best way you learn because that's different to everyone. Mm-hmm. 100%. So I love that you listen to podcasts. Obviously you're on this one. Do you think your eagerness to learn and grow your mind is like an entrepreneurial thing or is it something like where do you think that comes from? You're like, is oh, it like wanting very, to succeed? It's <laughs> yeah, very entrepreneurial. Yeah. It's not like, yeah, of course I want to succeed. Everyone wants to succeed, but it's like the thrill of the journey for me. Like yeah. I absolutely froth running a business and yeah. growing a business and like doing all of the business things and like trying new strategies. And yeah, yeah it's very much like when I was um, 14, I started my first business boarding guinea pigs uh, yeah. um, and it absolutely kicked off. And I, I was like selling, I had an e-commerce website for it as well that I literally yeah. did when I was 14, selling hutches, selling all of the accessories. I had yeah. like a pig rescue going on like it was there was a lot of moving elements to that business and I was cleaning up at Christmas I'd have like 40 boarding guinea pigs and they were I was charging $10 a day so I was making $400 a day when I was 14 at Christmas time so I've always had that entrepreneurial brain of like how can I grow something yeah I I live for it so definitely the whole self-education the drive is always there to learn yeah I don't have to force yeah. myself to be like oh listen to another podcast today I'm like what podcast should I listen to today <laughs> yeah 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 I love that because I am the same I just like mm-hmm. love running my business even on the the worst days ever I'm like this is what I meant to do this mm-hmm. is just it yep. but I think what I think there's a lot of different types of entrepreneurs and I feel like we're like kindred spirits. We think the same about it and we're just like obsessed with it. But then there's also like chillpreneurs and people Mm -hmm. who are running a business just because it's more convenient rather than that entrepreneurial spirit. And I, and I think it's important to listen to obviously a wide range of other people's opinions. Mm -hmm. But also finding the people that talk the same as you, because for a really long time when I was in business, I was listening to like, air quote, the gurus that tell you to like rest more or put your money here or do it this way or like work-life balance. And I was like, I don't want, you know, the standard work-life balance. And I love it when I hear other entrepreneurs and other business owners saying like, it's okay to work on the weekends. It's okay to work at 10 o'clock at night. Obviously, we still need to rest, as we've said earlier. Don't burn out. But like your business can still be your hobby and you can still be excited about it and not burn out because it could be something that like, okay, I'm obsessed with my business. Yes, you need a break from work, but I'm going to listen to that podcast today. I'm going to go to that seminar. I'm going to listen to that TED Talk. I'm going to put TED Talk on while I'm in the shower. So it's like you can be so obsessed with it. And still rest, but still get all your work done. So I think it's important to listen to people who talk like that because you can feel okay if that's the way you are. Yeah, yeah. 
surrounding yourself with the right people or the right like mentors that you listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the first time I heard someone say that, I was like, oh my God, I feel so seen. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, super important. Super powerful. So what I'm just, I'm going off on another tangent just because I can. (laughs) (laughs) What are some of your favorite podcasts to listen to for business advice or marketing advice? Oh, I don't actually like have a podcast that I binge listen to. Okay. If I want to learn something, I will just type that in to like the search yeah. bar. And then like, again, podcast is very SEO orientated. And then yeah. all of the podcasts will come up talking about that topic I want to learn about. So then I'll just Dang. listen to one. And if it doesn't engage me in the first like three minutes, I'll just go to the next one. Um, so in the very beginning when I was learning, I'm like, okay, I want to learn about how to grow on Instagram. So I'd yeah. like search Instagram strategies or organic strategies. If I wanted to learn about Facebook ads, the timing, Facebook ads. And then if I loved that podcast, then I would binge the next five like episodes in that specific yeah. podcast. But yeah, and I'd get sick of listening to the same voice. So then I'd start again. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm very much, I don't have, yeah, I don't have a specific podcast mm-hmm. channels okay. that I listen to. Well, that's that's still a great yeah. advice. I think that's a great idea. So obviously marketing plays a crucial role in the success of any business. What kind of like marketing strategies have you found work best for you and what advice have you got for people just starting out? Yeah. Um, so strategies that I've used, obviously having a solid content marketing strategy is huge. I would say that's the main thing for me and pretty much any other business, more so e-commerce businesses, Mm -hmm. um, but obviously if you're service-based as well, email marketing and a Facebook ad strategy combined is powerful, um, especially for like remarketing and, and you can like target different stages of the buy journey so you can target yeah. cold audience like warm audience and hot audience and then giving yeah. those three different audiences different messages and different visuals and you can do that through email and facebook marketing yeah and automations which means they're sending out while you sleep and it's something yeah like, do it once set and forget yeah um again the second one that emails and the facebook ads are, i would say predominantly dominantly e-commerce yeah but yes service space is more so works for me referrals that has mm-hmm. set up that set up my business and that is still to this day I would say 80% of how my business runs is referrals yeah wow um I I rarely would like even if you look at my Instagram feed there's hardly any promo like if ever I think I've ever probably done three posts in my whole Instagram life on content queen advertising my services yeah. because all of those clients come through referrals wow um and if you if you're new what I used to do at the start I don't do this anymore because I literally can't keep up but at the start offering clients that refer you to other people a hundred dollar voucher off their next invoice so then okay. that incentivizes them to refer we'll you talk about it yeah yeah, yeah. referrals in service-based businesses are gold because they're free and they're yeah. so- they're way more powerful than a Facebook ad because it comes from someone they know that they trust. It's like this person has yeah. done X, Y, Z for me. I really trust them. I love them. You should yeah. use them. You wouldn't even second guess and research someone else if you've got a referral yeah. lab. Um, yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Anytime I have like a discovery call slide into my inbox and it says like a referral, yeah. eight times out of 10, that, that person converts. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah it's a really powerful referrals. Yeah. And what about like, I am obviously a service-based business and I've just been like really dabbling into the power of email marketing. Do you have any like tips or trends or anything that you would suggest or like 
anyone starting like email marketing specifically yep if for you, my selfish reasons I want to know I'm just yeah. gonna write this down now <laughs> if you're fresh new to email marketing and you have nothing set up yet the first thing I'd set up is obviously a week welcome email and then your welcome sequence to follow that yeah. so you'd have your first email that you would get after you've downloaded your lead magnet or something to incentivize them to join your email list then you'd yeah. have a follow-up sequence of say five emails one every fortnight yeah. um and then the last email of that sequence would be like your promo email showing the services and everything that you have to offer with maybe like a first time offer. Yeah. But also additional to that, obviously like your nurture emails. So working out what's best for you and your work schedule, your consistency schedule and how many you can send out. So is that sending out one a week, one a fortnight, one a month? Um, yeah. So I have clients that send out one every single Monday morning. Yeah. I have other clients that send out one once a month. Um. So yeah. it just works out, depends on what you can physically keep up with or outsource yeah a VA that can do that for yeah, you. Yeah. But yeah, I would just nurture emails full of value, full of education, just showing that you're an expert in your industry, sharing your knowledge, and then occasionally hitting them with that promo um, yeah. services. Yeah. Have you noticed with your clients and your like and the people who buy the plan is there's like a common obviously need for you obviously they need you but like a common reason why like is it just like a time poorness they don't know how to like organize yep. themselves better like what is that look like yeah so I actually have two audiences my first audience is a social media management and their main problem is time they yeah. can do it themselves but they're busy they're not passionate about it and it takes up a lot of time they outsource that to me but then yeah. the other audience that buy my planners that yeah. they're the new the new starters they have plenty of time but no budget for social media management so yeah they help with what the heck to actually do how do I actually create a content plan how do I create a content strategy without needing to hire one it's literally yeah. the whole thing is in that book with the plans and templates step by step the whole kit and caboodle is in that planner so it's it's two totally different um yeah. problems I guess that you have um so yeah definitely you, you're either struggling with time and need a social media manager or you're struggling with strategy and what to do yeah amazing I mean, she does it all, guys. She does it all. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I obviously could talk to you forever, which is why I keep asking you questions, but I have a time limit. So <laughs> I'm going to ask the last couple of rapid fire questions yes. to round out this episode. So what is um, question number one? What is one habit or practice that you would recommend learning slash implementing to help with business or being a business owner? Yeah. If you're new and you have time, but you don't have the budget, content planning, it's yeah. one of the simplest, most effective and cost-effective strategies yeah. um, that you can implement, especially as a small business owner. You don't have to have a budget to do content planning. So yeah. you just need to have time. And if, if you're just a, business, a new business owner and you're just posting things because you feel like you need to post, you're getting no results. It's because you're just posting the post. Why are you posting that post just to get one or two sales? If you have a content strategy that backs up multiple posts in a big ecosystem, yeah. those posts are going to perform much better for you. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. Listen to that again, guys. That was really good. <laughs> um, number two, what is the raddest or best thing about running a business? Oh, I love this. Mm -hmm. Someone else not being able to decide how much you're worth and you being able to decide that through the amount of work that you put into your business. Like, for example, back when I asked for a $20,000 pay rise, they said no. Whereas now yeah. if I'm like, okay, I want a $20,000 pay rise in the next six months, I just put together a plan on how I can build that into my revenue plan. Um, yeah. and just work towards it and then 
cool. I just achieved that. I didn't need to ask anyone if I was worthy of that. I decided myself I was. That's the best thing. Um, like I what? I just got goosebumps. <laughs> like that was amazing. Of course it is. That's so great. <laughs> yeah. That was so good. Um, yep, I'm gonna write that down on a post-it note and stick it on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what is the the baddest or the worst thing about running a business? Um, I think the stress and overwhelm we put on ourselves. Yeah. There was a reel that I seen the other day and it was like, we're stressed when we're busy, but yeah. we're also stressed when we're not busy and we have no work coming in. So like yeah. we're just stressed 24 <laughs> Yeah. I um, recently realized that I'm like addicted to stress, which is not a good thing. <laughs> At least you're self-aware about that. I know because like it recently, since I like made a couple of changes in my business, I'm, I have a little bit more... I'm going to say free time, but of course I'm going to fill it with things. But then I'm like not as motivated right now because I've been so like conditioned to being stressed and using that as like the pinnacle to make me work faster or harder. Now yeah. I like kind of mosey around. I was like, what am I doing? Oh, I'm not stressed. Like what the fuck? <laughs> it's it so feels weird. weird. <laughs> it feels really weird. Um, so I'm working through that. But yeah, that's true. We're stressed all the time, all the time. <laughs> so what is the matter so that this can be good bad or mind-blowing thing about um, running a business um I would probably say the community being yeah. part of other people's businesses and helping them grow and watching them grow yeah because again I just like have that entrepreneurial bug so when I see yeah. other people doing it as well yes. go get it girl you know like yes I love it yeah 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 that's my that's, that's, that's definitely- yeah that's definitely one of my favorite things as well so last question shameless plug tell us all the things have you got something coming up have you got anything going on where can people find you yeah sure so I kind of just finished my content queen planner launch so I don't have anything big coming up I'm very much in maintenance mode at the moment which we love but yeah I've got a content queen planner that is made for small business owners to help you plan your content from start to finish every single month it's an undated planner so you can start as soon as you get it It has all of the templates planning content calendars monthly reviews you name it it's in there but then I also have my social media coaching TikTok coaching if you're also interested in making a printed product I do coaching for that as well so I can tell you how to tell you where to get it made manufactured yeah I love doing that again watching like the journey of other people from start to finish creating a planner or notepads and selling them I love that and then booked out for social media management but if you need branding or website you can holler over at me um at content queen planner amazing (laughs) this has been the best chat ever thanks for being here Amy that's okay thank you so much for having me hopefully I'll see you at your next event (laughs) (laughs) yep yep Yep, sure. (laughs) Thank you so much. See you later. And that's a wrap, Bestie. As always, I've loved being in your ears, sharing the highs and lows of running a business. If you want to keep the party going, come and join us on Instagram and TikTok at Girls Gonna Work Podcast. We are a small business, so if you're feeling extra kind, I would love it if you could like and subscribe to the platform of your choice and leave a review on Apple Podcast. This podcast was produced by the amazing team at Good Chat Media, so give them a follow if you loved the app. Thanks!